Welcome to the People Performance Podcast with Renee Vincelli, where people come before performance. Welcome, everyone, to the People Performance Podcast. This is Renee Vincelli. Hope you're doing well today. Welcome today to the Christmas episode. Um, This week is Christmas. Um, We are getting ready in our house. Um, Not all of our shopping is done. Not all the cookie baking is done. Obviously, not all the presents are wrapped. If not all the shopping is done. Um, We are enjoying this time of the year. Obviously, it's a little bit little bit more relaxed this year in some ways um, and it's been nice to be able to do things that we weren't able to do last year um, f- fun things that we enjoy with the kids and just things that we we love doing um, as a family it's been nice to be able to have some of those opportunities this year as COVID has eased up a little bit that we didn't have last year hopefully for your family too it's been the same and you've been able to enjoy all of your normal festive aspects of Christmas that you have always enjoyed um, I thought today for the show that I would have a little bit different of, a, of, of an episode today, uh, given that it is the, the Monday before Christmas. Um, this show, as you guys know, is all about people and performance. I try to talk about a good mix of things that are important to me in the realm of people and performance, some business-related content as it relates to performance, execution, um, business-type topics. Um, certainly things that are personal improvement related, family and parenting, leadership, or some other inspirational message. And so in the realm of inspirational, I wanted to share what I think is completely fair game if you're going to talk about people and inspiration to talk about what is for many the best good news story in all of human history. And I think, obviously, that story that I'm talking about, given the where we're at in time and that we've got Christmas coming, is the Christmas story, the story of Jesus' birth. And so in this episode, we'll have a little bit of a history lesson, um, nothing too detailed or too intense, but I'm going to share a little bit of a historical perspective on the birth of Jesus, specifically the events surrounding the story of Jesus' birth, the Christmas story. If you're a lover of history, if you're a lover of kind of taking yourselves back in time and putting yourselves in a different place in time, I think you'll enjoy this. Obviously, if you are a Christian, I think you'll, you'll enjoy some of the reminders here and some of the, the re- remembering of this very important event uh, to Christians. And if you're not a Christian, hopefully you'll find this inspirational in some way. It's really meant to be an inspirational and historical message for everyone that has relevance and meaning for us today in 2021, almost 2022. So within the Christmas story of Jesus' birth in Bethlehem over 2,000 years ago, the one source that is quoted the most often, I would say, and that you hear a lot, is really the, the source from the Bible in Luke chapter 2, where Luke, the author of the Gospel of Luke, writes the account from his perspective of Jesus' birth. And just a little bit of context, you know, I think if you if you have seen a Charlie Brown Christmas, you know this well, right? Like there's that part in the, in a Charlie Brown Christmas where Linus is up on the stage, he's got his blanket and he's reciting this story. And so I'm not going to read the, the passage and recite and uh, read this this passage from scripture for all of you, but I I will remind you of the context. It goes through the story of the events surrounding Jesus' birth. And they get to the point in the story where there are shepherds in the field and they're taking care of their flock and it's nighttime and it's dark and they are out there with all their sheep and they're taking, uh, taking care of them. 
and it's dark. It's obviously it's nighttime, and an angel appears. And so there's these two verses I want to read from um, from Luke two that are relevant to what I want to talk about today. And the first one is uh, Luke Luke two verse ten, and it says, "The angel said to them, Fear not." Obviously, they're afraid. An angel has showed up with this bright light. Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. And then they t- uh, the angel tells them what this good news is in verse 11. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. So I want to, I think, you know, if you know this story and you've heard these script, this scripture at all, very often you know that that second verse is really the one that is quoted the most often. I actually wanted to talk a bit today about that first verse, verse 10, where the angel says, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. The significance at this time in history, at this particular point in the world, 2,000 years ago, for an angel to appear and talk about good tidings, good news, of great joy is is kind of shocking and I think for these shepherds would be a shocking thing right so just to, just to kind of share why that's the case right so 2,000 years ago at the time of Jesus birth God had been silent for 400 years so there is this huge gap if you if you know the history of the Jewish people if you know your your Bible at all um, there's this huge gap in time from the end of the Old Testament to the beginning of the New Testament when, when Jesus is born, a time of about 400 years. There is, no, there is no prophets, there is no scripture, there is no God speaking through anyone to his people. It's completely silent from a religious perspective. God is silent. So, you know, I, I just ask you, you know, put yourself in the position of, thinking through what would the world be like in 2021 if God had been silent and there had been no religion in, in any form in this world for 400 years. What, what kind of darkness would we live in? So if you think about the value and the good that religion brings, religion brings some difficult things too, but religion brings a lot of good to the world in terms of positive messages and uplifting people and all these things. There, there was none of that for 400 years. It was a time of darkness spiritually, darkness um, politically darkness and fear and worry so that was the context of these this this angel saying i'm bringing you good tidings of great joy and joy is sort of hard to come by um, when you talk about this, this time period and good tidings certainly the jewish people at this time were under the oppressive rule of the romans so the roman empire is in full swing at this point in time and the, Jew, the Jewish people in Jerusalem were, were um, oppressive, in an oppressive place with the Romans. They were controlled by, governed by, uh, dictated by the Roman Empire. Um, the person that the, the Roman Empire had put in charge of this part of the world, um, in this area, Judea, Jerusalem, Israel, was Herod the Great at that time. Um, this was a man who was a tyrant, known for paranoia. Um, he had had multiple of his children killed, His one of his wives. He had several wives, but he had one of them killed. Um, just a really dark character. Um, you know, when we talk today about some of the worst dictators in human history over the past, you know, our, our you know, time that we have recorded history, 
let's just call it the past 100, 200 years, we've got some really bad characters. This guy, I think, if we knew all we, if we knew everything that was in the historical record about him, we would probably say he was a, a, the worst of the worst of all time, right? So certainly for all these reasons, the fact that there is complete darkness spiritually, there's darkness politically, there is fear, there is this oppressive rule by the Roman Empire, this whole idea of good tidings, um, is sort of a stark message, right? So you think about if you were living in that environment and you put yourself in that position and someone shows up and says, don't be afraid, I bring you good tidings, how, how you might feel and how you might your ears might perk up, like how could there possibly be good tidings, but I'm, I'm all ears, please tell me these good tidings, what are these good tidings? And so the, the idea of this good tidings of great joy. So the great joy piece is what I want to what I want to talk about next. So all throughout the Old Testament, there is prophecy and there is this conversation of this coming Savior, this coming Messiah, this birth that will happen, this person that will be born from the line of David, you know, the former king of Israel. Like all of this talk and talk and, and this enthusiasm and this um prophecy that had taken place about this person jesus and for 400 years it was silent but the people still remembered right like i don't think it had gone away that this was in the past that this these prophecies had been told so this was the news of great joy that the angel was talking about a child is born a savior which is christ the lord he's born in the city of david and so these savior these these uh, shepherds hear this news of this savior and so for this people at this time, this was a big deal. It had been talked about for centuries. And so imagine something you've wanted and you've waited for and, and something that has been said is coming your way and you've waited for, you know, a couple decades or a decade or, you know, maybe maybe a few years or maybe at some event in your life that you were hoping would happen. And now it's here. That's what this was for these for these people. Good tidings of great joy. And then the last piece I wanted to wanted to talk about was this piece of this story where the angel says that it's for all people. I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. So this good news was intended and is intended for everyone. It wasn't intended for a particular status or station in life. So think about who the angel appeared to. He appeared to shepherds, right? Shepherds you know, in this day and age, in this economy, in this part of the world, shepherds are rather poor individuals. There's not a lot here um, for them that is of financial value. There is not a lot happening. And, and they, they were chosen, and there's lots of characters in the story of Jesus' birth that were chosen in spite of the fact that they were not wealthy, they were not um, privileged, they were not people who the man, man or woman would look at and say, oh, they're special. God chose people that were what he wanted and the people he wanted to use. And so I think there's a lot of lesson there for now for us too. But this story was for everyone. Again, the shepherds, he uses the shepherds in his story. You can see it in the way Jesus was born, that this was meant for all people, right? It was meant for those of all walks of life, of all religions, of all faiths, of all ethnicities, of all backgrounds. Um, Jesus being born to a woman who, without Joseph's involvement, our, uh, the society of the time would have looked down upon, given that she was unmarried and was expecting a child. 
Jesus born in poverty in a stable with farm animals. So, you know, a lot of times in our society, and I think this is where some of the application for today comes in, a lot of times in our society, certainly in America, and, and really, I think, across time and across, across cultures, we tend to look at those who have things or have wealth or have privilege or have um, some sort of status as being the important ones. And I think if there's any story in Jesus' story, the story of Jesus' birth that is worth taking, and you see it so clearly in the story of Jesus' birth, it's that God used very meager means and very, you know, what would appear to be unimportant people, appear to be is the key word, to bring his son into the world. And so I think um, that is, I think, where this all people come from. And so if you think about the impact of Christianity over the past 2,000 years, it truly has been for all people, all times, all um, races, all parts of the world, both then, now, and in years to come. And I think that is the message of Christmas, is you know these good, this good tidings of great joy for all people. And today this still continues. So like I said, the impact of this story across 2,000 years across the world, it's undeniable. It's why we have a holiday to celebrate each year. It's why we sing Christmas songs. It's why we get together with our family and friends. It's why we have this joyful spirit that we have this time of year. So I would just encourage you, we have had a very hard couple of years across the world, certainly in the United States, um, this idea of darkness, um, darkness physically, darkness in health, darkness politically, darkness in so many ways, I think is something we have felt. I don't know that it was a, a, as acute as it was in Jesus' time when Jesus was born. I would argue it, it probably doesn't even come close, but certainly for us, it's very real. Um, this same good news story, this good tidings of great joy for all people, it's the same today. I think if we embrace the message and we embrace the story, all of that joy that is intended for us can, can be ours. We can have it if we, if we fully embrace the message here and we take it away and we, we take it to heart. And if we understand this other key message of, um, it, it being for all people and for, for everyone. Again, I hope you all have a very Merry Christmas. I hope that this was of some value to you and you've learned something or there's some message here you can take away that's of inspiration or of benefit to you. So I hope you have a Merry Christmas. I hope you have a Happy New Year. Happy Holidays. Uh, we'll not be releasing an episode as normal next Monday, the 27th, but we'll be back um, in full swing the first Monday in January. Watch for some exciting things planned as we head into the first of the year, some guests, some new, new content, new approaches to the show. So I appreciate listening, appreciate your support. That is all for now, folks. Remember, people are greater than performance. People are the creators of performance, and people come before performance. Hope you have a great week.